0: Hello and welcome back to Art House Garage. You are listening to Episode 5. My name's Andrew Swetman.
1: And I'm Drew Foot.
0: We are very excited this week to have an interview yeah. with uh, a man named Matt Lenkis.
1: Yeah, so um, I this is really interesting to me, Andrew. So Matt is, you said he's a film photographer. He's a photographer that works on films. So tell me a little bit of, like, who is he? Like, What has he worked on? What films? What are some of the films that we know of that he's worked on?
0: Yeah. So Matt, his biggest project or most high profile is the movie Boyhood from 2014.
1: Okay. What else? What are some other movies that he's worked on?
0: Yeah. So he has been involved uh, a lot of Richard Linklater movies, actually. A Scanner Darkly is one. Uh, right. A movie called Fast Food Nation. Those are kind of the biggest ones. There are f- several others on the list. Uh, he has an IMDb page, which I will link in the show notes. But he's worked on several uh, different things and some TV as well. But he, uh, yeah, he's working on some great stuff, and he has a really kind of a cool job.
1: So I actually haven't seen the movie *Boyhood* yet. Um, Like, what? How's the movie? What's it? What's it about? Kind of walk me through that. And anyone else that hasn't watched it.
0: I absolutely love the movie Boyhood. So, it is directed by the same director who did the Before trilogy that we uh, watched a few episodes back. I watched okay. the first one, Before Sunrise, with Allison. Oh, yeah,
1: uh, yeah, yeah. Did he also do Dazed and Confused? Is that yes, the same dude? Yes, yeah,
0: Dazed and Confused. He actually did that movie, yeah. Fast Food Nation, a few years back. Uh, School okay. of Rock was one of his bigger name ones,
1: too. Oh, he did School of Rock. I yeah. love School
0: of Rock. So, Quiet, yeah, a few Black man. Yeah, so, that's cool. Uh, yeah, his name is Richard Linklater, and that's
1: the director. Yes, not director. Matt. Matt didn't work on School of Rock. but Richard did. Right,
0: right, right. Um, cool. So the Before trilogy that we looked at before, you know, was spread out all o- over these years. Uh, okay. The trilogy with years in between, but Boyhood yeah. is kind of similar, but it was made in uh, it's just one film, but it was made over twelve years, and so the idea of it is that he found a, a child actor, and mm-hmm. they filmed for a few days over 12 years, so a year break in between. And so you're watching this boy grow up as well as his parents and watching the dynamics change. Yeah. So it is a fictional story. It's not a documentary, but um, yeah. it's very much a reflection on time and the passage of time. Uh, it's really a great movie.
1: I love how he does that. It does that like That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like as you're watching the movie, the actor himself is actually getting old like visibly getting older so he yeah he's
0: in first grade when it starts and then he's graduating high school at the end uh it really like the the plot isn't there's there's plot twists and not twists but things that happen along the way that are interesting but more than anything i think the reason to watch this is just so to watch like it's so powerful to see him growing up and um it's really an amazing movie
1: like what What do you think? I'm just curious, like, what do you feel like appeals to the viewer, like to the audience? Like, why should, like, what does that connect to as a movie?
0: Yeah. So, I think you, for children growing up, you remember some of those feelings. It is probably more, you know, towards the male experience growing up. Um, You watch his sister grow up too, and she's a big character. Um, And then his parents, actually, that's maybe my favorite thing about it is the mom's uh character arc she is played by patricia arquette uh, and then his okay. father is played by um ethan hawk um oh, nice. but patricia arquette's character it goes through a few marriages over the years and you kind of just pop in and you kind of figure out what's been going on for the last little bit and like um mm-hmm. her emotional journey uh is really great and she has she actually won an academy award for this movie um she it was nominated for several others for best picture best director uh, in 2015 but she was the one who won for that and uh, totally deserved she has a great like sending your son off to college and the emotions of that um oh, gosh. that that's kind of her big oscar scene i yeah. think it's kind of the one she has a, a good speech about that but it's really moving and really great
1: um so matt so getting back so we're interviewing matt today or you are yeah and he's a photographer that worked on the film for 11 of the 12 years mm-hmm. now what exactly so like one how did you connect with him i'm very curious about the story and like what what exactly is a photographer's job on a film set
0: yeah that was a big question i had too was like what what is his job on other movies uh the way i found out about him was uh, i was at the library looking through the film section and just finding some interesting things to read and i saw this big book that said boyhood on the side so i picked it up. it's called boyhood uh 12 years on film And I flipped it open. It's like a big coffee table book with these really incredible photos of the cast, of the crew, of the production of the movie. So you're seeing like on one page, here's Eller Coltrane, who's the lead actor of the boy as a little boy growing up over the years. And so you just have this kind of mosaic of of the time passing on his aging. Uh, And it has these great essays from the director and from the actors who are involved that it just really, is a great companion to the movie and kind of reflection on the passage of time and all of that that kind of the movie delves into and uh, matt is the photographer who his name's on the cover of the book and so i if you follow me on instagram when i picked this book up at the library like a week and a half ago i i did a story about it and i found matt on instagram and tagged him in the story and he reached out and he, he slid into my DMs and he said, <laughs> um, uh, thanks for the shout out. And I said, well, thanks for the book. It's really cool. And uh, I, as I looked at the book more, I was like, I wonder what his job is. I bet it's interesting. I bet it's interesting enough yeah. for a podcast episode. So then I reached back out and he agreed and we got on the phone and uh, oh, nice. yeah, we did an interview and it was really, it went really well. And he's super nice and super interesting to, uh, to talk to.
1: That is really cool. So what does he do? All right. Uh, what's he do on a film set?
0: Yeah. yeah. So uh, my first question was like, what is your film or what is your title? Exactly. Your job title. I was like, are you a film photographer? He is a, a freelance photographer and some of his projects are movies okay. and film sets. So it's pretty common. Apparently this is news to me as the last week, but for a film production to have a still photographer uh, on, on the set and they're taking photos of the actors of the production uh, matt explained some in the interview but like selling photos to entertainment weekly of here's the latest you know tom cruise images oh, uh, yeah. mission impossible being made uh, as well as promotional material like movie posters like movie
1: posters yeah. oh yeah yeah, yeah, totally.
0: yeah. I get that. so in this case with boyhood it was such a special project that they decided to put a book together from it uh, and that's that's how this all went down
1: dude that's pretty cool All right, I'm excited. Let's listen to the interview.
0: Let's jump right in. Great. So here is my interview with Matt Lankis. We are here with Matt Lankis, a freelance photographer who has worked on some really special projects in his career thus far. And uh, we are lucky enough to
2: have him here to answer some questions. So thank you so much for joining us, Matt. Well, thank you for having me, Andrew. I really appreciate the opportunity um, to talk about some of my experiences and um, appreciate you reaching out to me and uh, taking the time.
0: Absolutely. I'm thrilled that you agreed to it. So uh, let's just get right into it. So I'm, I'm curious, how did you get started as a photographer and did you see yourself working on films when you first started photography?
2: Well, I... Was first introduced to photography at a very very early age because my father was a um, photographer for the local newspaper for many many years. I mean, in, in fact, well before I was born, and um, so I grew up around the camera basically, and was no stranger to having a camera stuck in my face and/or mm-hmm. being behind a camera. And uh, in high school, he gave me my first camera, and I started taking some photo courses and kind of found a little bit of a knack for it and discovered that i kind of had a kind of a relationship behind the lens but then with people on the other side of the lens Mm -hmm. and started building on that and i didn't really know where it was going early on but i knew that i liked photography and i thought hey this could some go somewhere someday and um, so i studied uh, photography at uh, st edwards university here in austin texas and they had offered me a soccer scholarship on top of some financial aid with some, you know, educational things as well. So it was a wonderful opportunity to play soccer and study photography. Um, I was going to go to the University of Texas, which I'm a lifelong Longhorn fan, Hook'em Horns, mm-hmm. but um, so I, uh, I ended. I opted for Saint Edward's because they had a much broader degree in photography at the time. This is back in the late '80s, and. Um, UT at the time had a really fine arts department and they had a photojournalism department. They didn't really have anything encompassing everything. So during those years at St. Edwards, those were really my formative years of studying. I also started assisting for other photographers, professional photographers in Austin, and really just kind of made a name for myself as being a photo assistant because I I was eager. I wanted to learn from everybody And back in the day when you were a photo assistant, it was essentially being, you know, an apprentice to learning a craft because you had to do lighting and you had to do film. There was no digital back in that day. It was all very, very technical and you had to be on top of your game. And I was Mm. extremely lucky to work with some of the some of our greatest photographers in this country. You know, Annie Leibovitz and Mary Ellen Mark and Dan Winters and Michael O'Brien and Mark Seliger and. Uh, just the list goes on and on, but um, it, it, it taught me what to do and what not to do in certain situations. And and I learned at an early age, uh, in my early 20s, you know, kind of how to kind of gauge things and how to approach projects. And um, at the end of the day, I I knew that's what I wanted to do. You know, when I started mm. working in photography, that's all I wanted to do was just take pictures. Mm and I really have yeah. never done anything else. So how did you get involved with Boyhood? And was that your first film that you ever worked on? No, Boyhood was uh, definitely not my first film. Um, I had worked on a number of other films doing uh, stills, which uh, when, when you do behind the scenes and or run of action photos, mm. that's kind of a typical still job for, for productions. Um, but I had worked on a number of films. I'd worked with Richard Linklater before that film. I would also worked on a number of commercials shooting films. Um, they, they use all that stuff for marketing materials, uh, electronic press kits. They do these things where they, they want pictures of the actors doing their thing so that they can send them out to, you know, Newsweek and, you know, Entertainment Weekly and, you know, all the different publications, you know, that, that, that would run those images. So, um, I, I I'd worked, with Linklater on a couple of productions before that, and I've worked on a number of them since. And over the time, we had several films in between the making of Boyhood because it was a, you know, eleven twelve year project, yeah. uh, <laughs> right. as you know. And um, so, in that regard, um, yeah, it, 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 it's fun to work on films, but it's it's definitely a different um, a different beast from the norm. Mm. When you work as a freelance photographer on a film set, what exactly is your role in the production? Okay. So during the filming of most feature films, they have a um, still photographer who will catch run of action behind the scenes. And sometimes if they're lucky, they'll get a shot that they can use for marketing that will be used for instance, for the movie poster. Most times, they will use the images for publications that are kind of running during the course of, oh, Tom Cruise is working on this film and here's a little still from that film that he's working on. Mm -hmm. And you get to see Tom Cruise in action, that type of thing, Mm -hmm. or Entertainment Weekly, you know, runs something. Um, When I'm working on film sets, I do what they ask, which is to shoot behind the scenes and or run of action films, you know, stills. And then I usually try to to shoot some portraits of the actors for my own portfolio, but also for them to use in case they want. Um, it's very self-serving obviously because, mm-hmm. you know, I don't get access to actors like that very often, except when I'm working mm-hmm. on these films. So, you know, if I'm working with Luke Wilson or whomever it might be, I, you know, Ethan Hawk, you know, Patricia Arquette, it's fun to to have those moments where you're like, okay, Hey, can I do your portrait? And they're like, "Yeah, go ahead." Mm-hmm. You know, and, and the and the producers or the director says it's okay. And I try not to be troublesome or, or take them very long off set uh, to do those do those moments and those portraits. Mm,
0: that's really cool. Was it the same for Boyhood, where you had those basic goals? Did you always know there was going to be a
2: book put together from this? Well, okay, so Boyhood was a very different. Uh, beast as far as movies are concerned i i was brought mm-hmm. on to boyhood on year two so i didn't work the very okay. first year so i worked 11 of the 12 years and i was brought on by my sister actually kathleen sutherland who is was the producer of boyhood and so she and rick worked very mm-hmm. closely together to do all of the work that boyhood you know entailed. And from, you know, IFC giving them, you know, X amount of money per year to make Boyhood, which was a nominal amount for an actual feature, uh, which was, I mean, it's a known entity. It's $200,000 for 12 years. It's not a lot of money to make a feature film. However, the way they were doing it, it was very organic and they kept the crew very light and kind of similar year to year to year, which my sister worked very hard to, to do when she was getting, um, you know, working with Ethan's schedule and Patricia's schedule and Rick's schedule on top of all the main crew who are all working different jobs over this course of, you know, 11, 12 years to try to get coordinate and get them all together all at once. So to go back to your original question, uh, as far as a book, no, I didn't know a book was going to, happen until much later. Originally, though, when I first, I did the first year and I was like, oh, Kathleen, this is a, this is a long project, right? And she's like, yeah. I was like, well, let me do portraits of the actors in a similar background, similar situation year to year. And, and, and she goes, okay, let me run it by Rick. And Rick was like, yeah, I'm down. That's cool. And so we did it. And every year I would get the four main actors and a few others and do this portrait on this black background. And that's what's in the book, which I love those portraits. And and that's what, you know, IFC used really, really uh, diligently when they were running all the marketing for it. They would flash the pictures of Ellard growing up on film in a little sequence of my portraits, which was really cool. Yeah. Um, so it was it was it was really fun because I, I mean, that was my initial idea. But then later, in like maybe year nine, I think, Ethan, Ethan was the one he, he, I was shooting his yearly portrait and he said to me, he's like, you know, Matt, we need to do a book. And I was like, yes, <laughs> we do. <laughs> I was like, "I was like, if you can get it funded, I think that's awesome. So sure enough, you know, Ethan just kind of, you know, he was, Ethan is Ethan and he's so freaking talented, but he was just, <laughs> you know, he's just off the cuff. Yeah. We, we, we should, you know, you should do a book with all these images. I was like, yeah. So I started thinking about it then. So like, not year nine, year 10, year 11. I was like, okay, we actually really should. And I was like talking to Rick at this point. I was like, Rick, how about a, you know, a book? Cause I have, you know, I had close to 18,000 images. I mean, like no joke. It was crazy. The amount of images I had over, over this course wow. of this filming. And so, uh, anyway, we wrapped our final year and we were out in West Texas and, um, I was just like, Rick, we've got to do this. We've, we have to. And so, sure enough, we, we just kind of sat down and, uh, went forward with it. And Kathleen edited the book and Rick had his selects. I had my selects. Kathleen had her selects of images. And then, uh, DJ Stout at Pentagram, uh, designed it with, uh, Stu Taylor, who was under his tutelage. But, um, it was just, it was, it was all Texas you know get together from from design to publication to printing UT Press marketed it for us and it just it's just beautiful like for me it's like a yearbook you know it's like it's it, Mm. it, it, it it just encompasses everything we went through over the time that we went through it and it just which brought us all together so well wow
0: that's so interesting so the whole thing was ethan Hawke's idea
2: well yeah <laughs> i'm not going to give him full credit <laughs> but yes ethan um ethan most definitely put the seed in my head for sure i knew i had a collection of great images don't get me wrong yeah, yeah you know, yeah. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> but no no ethan definitely was like we should do this and i was like if there's one person that can make this happen besides Rick, it was going to be <laughs> Ethan, you know, because, you know, these guys, you know, they, it, you know, it costs a lot of money to to produce a coffee table book. It's it, it was it was kind of crazy, but it all worked out That's well. Cool. We were in uh, we 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 published just in time for Texas Book Festival for 2014. Oh. So we, we and we had a great uh, panel discussion in the uh, the House chamber in the Capitol, which was really special. Oh.
0: That's really cool. I was just going to say I know Richard Linklater loves to work uh with Texas people and that's a big part of you know his work and so that's cool that it's all Texas people involved in that. I think that's a cool
2: thing. Yeah, no,
0: it was, it was great. Do you have a favorite memory just in
2: general of your time on the Boyhood set or like Oh gosh, well there's there's so many over the years. Um we had so many great locations mostly in and around Austin one year we went down to Pardonales falls which is outside of austin this is beautiful beautiful park and usually doesn't have a lot of water running through it but the year we went there there was a great amount of water and ethan and uh eller actually had permission to swim which they don't normally give people permission to swim so that was fun walking through the woods with them and doing that thing um another one was uh during the course of filming eller uh, early on was very interested in what I was doing on set. He he, he He's very artistic and he would follow me around a little bit because I had all these cameras and, um, <laughs> you know, this, this is eight year old, seven year old, you know, nine year old, 10 year old Eller following me around. And every year I'd see him and, and, and I would always take the time to show him everything that I had. And he was always just very mm-hmm. intrigued. And, um, so one year, I think it was, he was probably about 10, his mom, Genevieve, um, said hey matt would, would would you be willing to go uh, you know show you know photograph with eller i was like oh yeah absolutely he she's like i got it you know he has a new camera i wanted to see if you know y- y'all could walk around i was like absolutely so we went down to uh south congress which is kind of main strip in austin where there's a lot of people watching a lot of street scenes and stuff so she dropped him off with me and uh, for a couple hours and we just walked around shooting pictures. It was really fun. And so we did that a few times over the years. Um, wow. So that was a wonderful memory. And then I think one of my favorite moments um, was when we were finishing the final year out in West Texas, which I have a great affinity for West Texas and Big Bend area. And it's just it's just close to every Texan's heart. It's just beautiful land, beautiful Mm -hmm. landscape. And we got to photograph out there and shoot out there. And it was, um, it was just beautiful. And one of the moments that I really remember really well was when we finished shooting our final scene when Eller and the girl are there on the rock, um, talking about that, that moment and the moment seizes you. And, um, but right after that, uh, Eller's dad, Bruce was there and, I have this image in the book that's in there and you'll probably see it when you see the collage, but it's Eller's head kind of buried in his dad um, in a hug and embrace. And mm, that wow. little, that moment was just like, that kind of summed up a lot of things for me as far as like the, the relationship of the film to the people mm. and then rapping And it's just, it, you know it yeah. will always be a big family and we, we and to this day Eller and I still do an annual portrait wow I was going to ask that I because I noticed you said that in the in your essay in the book so that's still going on yeah we've we've been continuing it we're I don't know what year year 15 16 I don't know <laughs> but uh yeah and and Eller you know Eller's close to Austin enough so I uh for sure yeah we we, we definitely uh, are continuing that tradition, and he's and he's in in it for the long haul. I think that's so <laughs> at great. least uh, at least until he gets sick of me. You know? Are those photos on your Instagram or your website or anywhere? Are those more personal? No, I, I I not all of the stuff after Boyhood. I haven't published any of the stuff mm-hmm. of Eller yet. I, I'll probably wait, do like maybe a five year series or maybe yeah, a ten oh, year cool. after. But um, I hadn't I hadn't planned on publishing any of that uh, right away. I wanted to
0: jump out and give a quick word from our sponsor Appalling Productions. Appalling Productions produces lots of things. Uh, photography, videography, music production. Uh, they really do a lot. One thing that they do and do very well, I can say from firsthand experience, is that they will compose and create music for your film, TV show, or podcast, or anything else that you might need some custom-made music for. They, in fact, did the theme song to this very podcast. So if you liked it, you can go to appallingproductions.com. That's A-P-A-U-L-I-N-G. It's founded by a guy named Paul. So it's appalling. Appallingproductions.com slash contact. And if you mention Art House Garage in your message, they will give you a discount. I was also going to ask about just Eller's connection with photography, because of course that's part of the movie is that he gets into that. And I know Richard Linklater's talked in interviews about tailoring the script to his actual interests. So how amazing yes. that you might've been a part
2: of, you know, him growing in that interest, which I think is really cool. Yeah. There was, there was an article written by a British magazine that, uh, said that exact same thing that yeah. i had influenced him and I, <laughs> I i don't want to take credit for that by any stretch but <laughs> but, but uh, it makes me happy that uh that, that that's a possibility you know for yeah. sure but and yeah no I kids uh, are
0: going to be interested in what they're interested in you know and i think yeah you know, he seemed to latch on from what you're saying that's really cool
2: oh i did want to say real quick back to another favorite moment real mm-hmm. quick and because you brought the photography thing up so the scene we did um where he was uh in the dark room, the dark room. with, yeah, the, uh, with the photo <laughs> with the photo professor so he uh he's he's there in the dark room and and you know m- m- the great quote is you know any dipshit could take photographers <laughs> what it, take photographs what are you going to do mm-hmm. that's different you know what are you going to bring to it you know anyway but that scene where we filmed that in that dark room that's that's austin high school where i went to school where mm-hmm. i did my very first um dark room work uh mm-hmm. i learned to develop film in that dark room in that space exactly where he was standing and i told him that you know right before we shot that scene and and he was down with it he was like oh my god that's wow. pretty crazy that it, it was it was a pretty heavy moment like for yeah. both of us and it was just but it was just like really it was really cool you know, it's like i awesome. got to go back I, and- watch that scene again. That's a, it's such a striking
0: yeah. you first. I think that in that scene is the first time you see him that age and he has a new hairstyle and a new, yes, uh, absolutely. A new look a little bit. And so it's a little bit shocking anyway. You're like Oh wow. Ella's yeah. Really changed this year. Yeah. And then uh, knowing that about it. Yeah. That's amazing. Did you have a favorite person to photograph over the course of years?
2: Oh gosh. Well, I mean, <laughs> hands down, Eller obviously, because yeah. I <laughs> got to see him change and grow so much, but you know, Lorelai, changed and grew similarly um patricia always had her specific kind of moments loved capturing it, her in those moments i wouldn't say i saw her change the most obviously mm-hmm. the kids changed the most uh but then ethan ethan's transition from this you know mm-hmm. rock star to a. a insurance salesman or actuary <laughs> yeah. whatever it is he becomes mm. you know that was really cool like the way he played that and i mean ethan's so talented he knows you know what he's doing but um yeah year to year it was just fun to shoot everybody i mean yeah. it was, there were always so many different characters and it was just you know yeah. but, but yes eller, eller obviously is probably yeah. my favorite because <laughs> i spent the most time with him you know yeah yeah, that's
0: really good. Cool. Yeah, you can definitely see in Ethan's photos that that exact transition that you watch
2: over the movie just kind of crystallized in you know a page of photos in the book. It's really a yeah, striking right, thing. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 what I love about what what DJ Stout at Pentagram did is producing those little like little almost like a contact sheet of mm-hmm. images that come together. You know, when you see that that transition, and it, it, it's just it's 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 quite striking when you when you take pause and look at it, you know, when you're really like, oh, is, yeah. wow, that actually happened. Yeah. So I can wholeheartedly it, recommend it, any fan of boyhood
0: should get this book. But also um, one of my favorite things about it, too, is the essays that are there, especially Patricia's essay is really oh. moving to, to read and all of them really just reflecting on time. It's kind of the same way the film does. It's really an amazing companion to the film. Did you always know you were going to include some essays
2: or was that your decision? Well, that was actually probably my sister Kathleen's decision. She, Mm -hmm. she had thought about that. Actually, let me backstep one second. Mm -hmm. Ethan said originally in that conversation, that one year, year nine or 10, when I said, he said, I want to write the introduction to your book. And I was like, Perfect. And I was like, okay, so I've got the intro done and I've got someone who's on board with doing the book. I forgot to mention that earlier. So so Ethan had said, I want to write the intro. And I was like, oh, that's a great idea because he so you know connected to it. And then that blossomed once we decided to do the book. Oh well every single main actor, Rick, Kathleen, and myself should do essays. So the seven of us did did essays in the book Mm -hmm. at the end of it. Lorelei, I think, was like more like a haiku. Yeah. And 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 then, uh, I'm, I'm only kidding. Um, but, but, you know, and then, you know, mine wasn't that padded with info either. But, you know, I'm not a writer. I'm a, I'm a clicker by, by nature. Mm-hmm. So, um, but no, and Kathleen and, and Rick and Ethan and Patricia all, did just amazing essays and, and and then if you get if you happen to have a chance to get the criterion collection yes that has my photos and them speaking and talking about those essays and and yeah. actually redoing those essays if you if, if you um, wow. if it, if anyone has ever seen the criterion version of of the the dvd or blu-ray yeah uh, i'm just saying of- Criterion, I noticed. Yeah, so the the cover of that is is the sort of the twelve photos of yeah. Um, Eller. Well, Eller. well, it's yeah. it's it's Ethan on one row, oh, Lorelei it. on the next, and then uh, Patricia and then Eller. That's two four, it's five of each. I'm just looking at it. It's the only reason I know oh. that. <laughs> did uh, did Criterion reach out to you for that, or how did that process go? Yeah, well, they I I think they reached out originally to Rick because Rick has done you know he's done criterion for you know days and confused and some other ones um but yeah they reached out to him then they reached out to me and Kathleen and everybody and we all kind of got involved and we went and did our recordings you know in a sound stage or whatever and it was, it was it was a fun process i'd never been involved with anything like that so nor nor will i be again i'm sure but <laughs>
0: Well, you have worked with Richard Linklater on a number of movies now um, what's your
2: relationship with him like well you know um I, yeah i've known I've known Rick since right after he did Slacker and he was in production for days and confused. we officed uh, next door to each other just randomly and I was you know a young twenty three year old photographer and he was you know he's a couple years a few years older than me, but not too much older but he, you know he was doing his thing and and I got to see and meet him then. And over the years, Rick is definitely a friend. And he he's, he's just, he's one of the most cinematically diverse people I've ever met. Like I've met mm-hmm. a lot of directors and a lot of different people that write and do things. But Rick is true to what he wants to do. He doesn't bullshit. He doesn't, you know, he does not, mm-hmm. you know, he doesn't kowtow to what Hollywood says he needs to do because he could have, mm-hmm. you know, done that years ago and, you know, made a million dollars, whatever, blah, blah, blah. He 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 wants to make the stories and tell the stories he wants to make. And he does it really well. And I've loved working with him, everything I've worked with him on, uh, you know, from Fast Food Nation to Scanner Darkly, um, which was an, a real interesting project. Um, with working with Keanu Reeves and Winona Ryder and Robert Downey Jr. and Woody Harrelson, <laughs> that was a very interesting um, place in all of their lives at the time.
0: Mm,
2: yeah, uh, but but Rick Rick is Rick is a good very good guy. I love I love working with Rick. Can't say enough nice things about him. <laughs> what do you feel like you learned working on Boyhood, or do you feel like it
0: impacted your career
2: in any big ways? Well, the time I spent working on Boyhood, at first, I wasn't, like, kind of grasping the um, <laughs> the whole process <laughs> and the yeah. whole amount of time I would be on it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I, I was, like, I just eagerly went for it. And, you know, my sister hired me on to be the still photographer. And I went and, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, let's do these portraits. Let's do this. And then after a couple of years, I was like, oh, this is cool. This is continuing. And it was like after another couple of years, I was like, wow, this is really continuing. And and it's like, you start to kind of grasp the, the passage of time. But like mm-hmm. early on, if I'd thought about it, like Rick did, Rick thought about it. You know, he thought, mm-hmm. oh, I want to do this thing. I want to have the same actors and film them year to year, once a year. And I was like, if I had tried to concept that at the time, I would have been like, this is blowing my mind. Like, I just mm-hmm. can't even fathom that. But after I sunk my teeth into it for a few years i was like oh okay i see this i i see what's going on okay yeah let's do this and i and have having you know the hindsight now that i have i can kind of describe it better but back then i would not have been able to tell you what was what and i was like what are you doing like i have no idea what i'm doing i'm just doing this thing it's a job you know we're gonna film this thing over 12 years and 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 what's funny is that people asked us afterward, like why didn't you tell us about it? It was like, we did tell you about it. We talked about it all the time. Nobody cared. <laughs> you know, nobody like gave a shit mm. about what we were doing. Mm. They were like, Yeah, well, you know, you're doing this thing over about life um, over 12 years. Yeah, whatever. You know, it wasn't epic. But then at the end of the day, yeah. when it was edited by Sandra and it was like it was it was epic and it was yeah. Oscar worthy and all the different awards yeah. that it got. You know, it's like it was amazing. Um, it suddenly hit 14 and, it, like yeah, and 2014, it just rocked everyone's world. Yeah, no, full on. And it was like it, you know, I was like I was at the Oscars in 2015 to 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 be there. And I was like, damn, that actually happened. You know, <laughs> I have a picture <laughs> yeah. of me hanging out with Ethan Hawke, you know, there with everybody else. <laughs> it's like, that's amazing. It was amazing. It really was. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't know what was going on at the start, but you know, now it's, 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 it's fun to, to have been a part of it. And that, that, a part of that family and we'll always be, you know, it'll always be our family reunion. You know, that's kind of how Eller mm-hmm. and everybody described it. It's like the family reunion. We just do it every year. We just keep going back, you know, you because know, honestly, we'd, we'd film, you know, three to five days a year. That was it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's a lot more work going on behind the scenes. But, yeah. but that was it.
0: Well, you've been a photographer for some time now. Uh, for any aspiring photographers out there, would you have any advice that you would give to your former self? If you could go back.
2: Uh, Mary Rich.
0: that's that's the
2: i'm only i'm only joking but i'm kind of not joking because that's that's (laughs) one piece of advice that my my college university professor gave me he's like the one piece of advice i can give you is marry rich and it was really funny at the time i was like ah ha ha and i was like looking back on i'm like yeah, he was kind of serious. It's good advice. Kind of, kind of not joking. <laughs> no, no or, or, or get someone that, you know, wants to back you and fund you. But, um, yeah, mm. photography, you know, nowadays is a lot cheaper than it used to be because, you know, you used to have the expenses of film and processing and all of that, you know, which, you know, you probably grew up in a digital age, right? And, you know. Mm pretty much yeah I mean I mean now you're you know if you're a hipster you're going back retro and shooting some film here and there but it's like you know it's it's just funny to me I mean I I still shoot a lot of my old film cameras which I love and I still do it a lot and what I shot a lot of those black and white portraits on boyhood were four by five you know which is a four by five you know film camera that you put the hood over your head and fil- focus on the ground glass and get your depth of field Go, going, you know, all of those things. So, um, I, you know, I, I come from a different background on photography than most people, but uh, as far as advice, I would say, you know, find, find the style of photography that you like and you wanna do and either just do it yourself just go out and just like crazy shoot, do whatever, or find a photographer that you like their style and go up to them and say, hey, I wanna learn how to do what you do and learn their craft, you know? Because so much today people come out of school and they're like, I've got an iPhone, I can do anything, I'm a photographer. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, you're not. And it's like, it, <laughs> it, it, it it's just so frustrating to me because occasionally I meet really true photographers and I really do. And and like, I just was at ACL festival this weekend and there was a a girl there that I really respect her work and she does great work and she's a young girl. She's like 22, 24, whatever. And she does great work. And I'm like, you keep going, girl, you do what you want to do and you keep Hmm. doing it. But then there are these people that like, they really think they're a photographer because they have, you know, they went and bought this Sony camera or this nikon or fuji or canon or whatever it is you know the latest greatest badass thing and it's like you can spend all the money you want but if you don't know what you're doing technically you're not going to get it yes you can put it on p program mode or or, quote p for professional but it's like Mm. you know it's like (laughs) unless you learn what you're doing you're not going to do it but but the people that have drive and just do it and do it and do it and they get those images. I respect that. And that's what I love. Like, cause there are people, and, and I'm not being bitter or anything. I think there are many photographers out there and there are many creatives. And I think everybody has a creative bone in their body and we can all do it. And that's just mm-hmm. what it comes down to. And, and, and a lot of times it's people are better marketers than other people. <laughs> you know, <That's, laughs> you know, and that's what it comes down to too. You know, it's like, yeah, just accept your, your flaws and your capabilities and when you're when you're golden. Well, that's great. Well,
0: the book is spectacular. It is Boyhood, 12 Years on Film. I highly recommend it. Thank you so much for being with us today, Matt. Do you have places online that people can find your
2: work, website, and social media?
0: Yeah. Speaking of marketing. <laughs> yeah.
2: I um, I have my website is www.mattlankes.com, M-A-T-T-L-A-N-K-E-S.com. And then on Instagram, I'm uh, just at mattlankes.com, and my Instagram account is not just photography; it's also my life. So mm-hmm. it's you know my you know it's a, it's a combination of things, but it's it's basically what's going on with me day to day. Mm-hmm. So it, it's fun for me to share with people that in that regard
0: yeah and i'll say too uh, so we've mostly focused on boyhood but your instagram has from
2: a lot of other film shoots and different things too so i'll recommend checking that out as well oh thank you i appreciate that yeah and um i i welcome any and all comments and i'm very good about responding (laughs) and uh and talking to people so if anybody has any questions don't hesitate um
0: to to ask well, cool. Well, thank you again so much, Matt. And we will hopefully talk to you again in the future. Thank you, Andrew. So I appreciate your time with Matt Lankis. Such uh, an interesting guy to talk with. And I, again, I'm so, yeah. so grateful to him for joining Dude, us today.
1: He's so nice. Yeah. And I just love how like, he's worked with some of the, some big names. like You yeah. mentioned obviously Ethan Hawke, but, I can't remember who some of the other names that he mentioned, like uh, was it Woody Harrelson?
0: Yeah. He worked with Woody Harrelson and uh, Robert Downey Jr. And a scanner darkly is another. I've never seen that one, but uh, yeah, one of the writers in that as well. And uh, yeah, so he kind of referenced that uh, in the interview too. Super interesting to talk with. If you are interested in looking at his book or purchasing it, it is available on Amazon. I will put a link in the show notes. I will also link to where you can watch uh, the movie on Netflix. Oh, yeah. 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 It is streaming right now on Netflix. Uh, That's how I was able to catch up with it a couple months ago. It had been on my list for a long time. And finally, uh, I watched it. Actually, I watched it because Richard Linklater came to Little Rock and I was able to go and see him screen one of his older films. So um, that was what inspired me to finally catch up with this important one. And uh, it, you can also buy a Criterion Collection edition of the movie on DVD or Blu-ray, and that I will also link in the show notes. That one, as Matt mentioned, features a lot of his photography on the, uh, the, you know, the, the booklet and the, the, the casing and all of that. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Stardust. We are at Arthouse Garage and all of those places. I will also put links to Drew in my letterbox accounts uh, in the show notes. You can find us on iTunes, Overcast, Google Play, and all of the major podcast platforms. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.